Hello, my name is Scott Bradley, and this is Scott Scott Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by Matthew Templeton. How are we, mate? Uh, fantastic, mate. How are you? I'm not too bad, mate. I can tell you're struggling with this cold. Um, yeah, I'm not 100%, but I'll, I'll, get, I'll get my way through it. Oh, of course, mate. So I know, Matt, we've not done an episode of Scott Score in a wee while or so. We've been quite busy and that kind of stuff. But yep. we've been asked to do an episode on the old firm game, just purely on the old firm game. So that's what we're going to do today. And let's dive right into it, mate. I know me and you are not looking forward to this episode. No. But it's got to be done. It's got to be it's done. Got, so the, the, fans, the, fans need, the fans need to know our opinion. Of course, mate. Of course. So Celtic beat Rangers 2-1 a couple of weeks ago, Matt. And it's safe to say it was a rather eventful game. It was. It was. Like, straight from the first whistle, you could tell it was going to be one of those old firms. And um, there wasn't a moment of just... Well, it, was, it, was, it was never a moment where it was not boring. It was just excitement from start to finish. Yeah, I know. I know. So, of course, uh, in the first 27 minutes, Celtic were rather dominant. Rangers yeah. really struggled to cause Celtic any problems. And that's where Celtic went on to score uh, with uh, Edward. It was a really poor pass from Candace. Uh, uh, Candace passed the ball to James Forrest. Forrest passed the ball to Edward. Then as a 1v1, 1v1 between uh, Edward and Worrell. And Worrell for... The life of me, I don't know why he didn't even stick a foot in. He, he stood off Edward, then Edward just slotted it in the back of the net. And credit to Edward, it was a good finish. But Warrell, what was he doing? He should have done so much better there. He looked like a deer in the headlights. I, I was literally going to say something similar. He looked like Bambi and Ice. He was, <laughs> just, he was absolutely like, as a defender, right? As a defender, with the striker running towards you in the box, stand your ground. You don't, like, you know, panic. He was almost panicking. You just stand your ground, stick a foot in. Worst thing you can give away a penalty that gives the keeper a chance to save it rather than just going back and letting Edward like like you said score an excellent finish but the defending was extremely questionable. Yeah, it really was. I I did not understand what he was actually doing. It, it baffled me to say the least. What was Joe Worrell doing? He just I, I can't believe how much space he gave him. Why not stick it? Like why not put a foot in? It's just exactly. that simple. And he just stood off him. He looked terrified to put a foot in. Exactly, just like, just like I said, just stand your ground. That's the first thing they, they tell you to do is stand your ground and then um, when the opportunity arises, put the foot in. But like I said, the worst thing that could happen is you give away a penalty, but that still gives McGregor a chance to save it. Um, but if you're a good enough defender, you stand your ground, you put your foot in, danger's averted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then a few minutes after that, chaos ensued, and yep. it was with none other than Bad Boy himself, uh, our best player. Alfredo Morelos, um, he raises a, an arm to Scott Brown, and yes, Scott Brown over-exaggerated it. it. There was not much contact, right? But don't give Scott Brown an opportunity, don't give the referee an opportunity. That's exactly what Scott Brown was looking for, and Alfredo Morelos bit, and Morelos got sent off, and that killed us. And it was really, really pathetic and immature from Morelos. He should have known so much better. That was our biggest game of the season and Alfredo let us down. And that was his fifth red card this season. And Matt, how many more, how many more chances do we give Alfredo none. Morelos? Absolutely none. I'm sick. And I know like, a lot of people after the game, they were feeling quite raw and they were jumping to conclusions and saying this, that. But no, I stick by my, my initial reaction. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely sick to the back teeth of him. Um, in my opinion... Maybe I'm being harsh, I don't know, but in my opinion, you shouldn't play for Rangers again. You need to give players who actually um, give their all for the team and don't pick the team in silly, silly, stupid situations like this. Like, 
i.e. the foe or Lafferty or bring someone else in who's going to fight for the badge in a good positive way not get sent off every every couple of games and Scott Brown okay he did antagonise him slightly but he just, he just put, Brown just put his leg like it was Brown didn't even have to try just like put his leg into the back of Morelos it was absolutely nothing then Morelos just seen red and that is so so immature you know like I know, I know he has an aggressive side to him uh, and that's part of his game but what he done in that old thumb game was nothing short of childish it was and he's like a petulant child at times when he's on his game top, when he's on top of his game he's unplayable at times yeah but when he acts like this it's just no defending him whatsoever and as soon as it happened the, the camera kind of cut towards um, Gerard. Gerard, and you can just see him with his hands in his head and like I said if I was if I was Gerard, I would um, I wouldn't be playing him again. But mate, this is the thing, right? Uh, I can see both points of view from the Rangers fans. Rangers fans saying we should keep him as our best player, and, and obviously your point saying we need to get rid of him, right? My view on it is, for me, I would not want to rush him out the door, right? I would not want to rush him out and just get like a, a like a, a fee that's not worth his value. I w- the thing is, right? See if a good fee, uh, like a good transfer uh, fee comes in, right? A good offer comes in. Just say it's like twenty million. I'll accept that a hundred percent. See if a fee comes in and it's like fourteen million. No, nah, I'm not accepting that. I don't want to yeah. rush him out the door. But if a good offer comes in from Morelos, bye bye. Yeah, no. And then we can reinvest that in the squad, and that's what this squad is lacking right now. We need we need investment, and we need to bring in new players. And that 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 was it's been evidently seen this season. We need new players. We need investment. We need to strengthen the squad. We do. It's been the same every season, but uh, I feel like this squad, there's still a good core there, like Arfield, yep. McCrory, Kamara, yeah. um, Goldson. Um, so it's still a good core, core of the team there, but yep. yeah. a few players here and there that we need to improve on. Um, but touching on Morelis again, I, I would say he was worth 20 million. What team's going to pay 20 million for a liability like that? when they can probably go abroad somewhere else, get someone of similar quality, that you know is not going to let them down. So I've seen a lot of people saying that about Morelos, saying, oh, see his discipline record and how aggressive he is and that the, the antics that he, he's been pulling this season. Yes, that might put off clubs, but if if there's, if there's see if it's anything less than 20 million, Matt, I don't think we should accept it. If it's 20 million, bang on, or more, 100%, we need to accept that in a heartbeat. Because that'll yeah. be that'll be tr- like a tremendous amount of money. So like obviously back to the game, Rangers are down to ten men. Uh, first half we were really poor. We were extremely flat, and we were just thinking the worst, weren't we, Matt? I, mean, I think we were fighting yeah. each other during the game. We're like this is not looking good. This is not uh, looking uh, good. They could I go think, on and do us. I don't know about you, but I think after Morelos got sent off, I think everyone's heads dropped. Yeah, because I was raging. Every Rangers fan was raging. I put a wee tweet up about it, and I was like, he's killed yeah. us, and he did. He killed us. Right, so second half though, credit to the Rangers players, we came out fighting and we were much better with ten men. It has to be said. We were like that second half. We we could we were fantastic. Um, a few opportunities. Also, we got the goal, but we could have went on and got more. But no, second half we were absolutely brilliant. And yeah, exactly. Brilliant yeah, oh yeah, we went into that second half. We had nothing to lose attitude, didn't we? Because we're like, exactly. you know what, it's one 0 Let's just go for it. We're just like f this. Just go for it. Let's just all guns blazing and see what see what happens. And we had we were we had Celtic in the notes for a little bit, so we did. And then at the sixty third minute, a beautiful pass from James Tavenier to Ryan Kent, then he slots it away. Ryan Kent was up, he was up top playing on his own, and he done tremendously well. He was the best player in the park, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. Um, 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 I think he was. Um
he was. Uh, well, I would I would say he's definitely our best player um, for that game. I would certainly say that. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, like, for, oh, hands down, he was he was unbelievable. And uh, honestly, was. we need to break the bank for that boy. I don't care what anyone says. He has got a huge future ahead of him. He does. And that's what people were saying. Selma Rellis used that money to bring in, bring in Ryan Kent. Yeah. Um, and what I liked as well, like, uh, obviously I don't want to see players get hurt. That's the last thing we want to see. But the fact that Kent turned Boyata and actually caused Boyata to pull a hamstring just because of how fast Kent was, I thought that was... Yeah. I was kind of... No, not funny, but I was kind of... Oh, Kent's got you know, great feet on him, mate. He's... One of the best dribblers in Scotland. Like he's so so skillful. No, so sorry, no, so so skillful. He's got a so great. Ah, uh, exactly. He's got a great eye for goal. And when Ryan Kent got that goal, that gave the Rangers fans a lot of optimism. So it did. Like we felt as though right, we can actually go on and win this now because Celtic. Let's be honest. When you look at that performance as a whole, Celtic were not impressive. They were not like so. But yeah, we'll obviously uh, we'll continue on the game here. So. Yeah, then later on in the game, Ryan Jack gets a fantastic chance. Ryan, Ryan Kent cuts the ball back to him in the box. And, oh, I think Ryan Jack should have done a lot better than that. I think he should have at least got, got it in target or buried that. He should have. Like, that is... There's no, there's no excuses for missing that, to be honest. Um, I don't know if he panicked or he got too excited or whatever. Um, but the technique was all right. He was doing backwards and it was just never... I think it troubling. came at him too quick, to be honest. Yeah, and I see when I look back at it, um, maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh. It did come to him really quickly. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think he's just yeah, professional footballer. I think you should still be burying that. Yeah, I just think he panicked. But see, when that happened, that was well, we were like, that was it. That was a chance. Yeah. So yeah. it was. And then at the eighty-sixth minute, um, James Tavernier, a very poor and lackadaisical pass. From yeah, James Tavenier. Yeah, no idea what he was thinking. Yep, Absolutely yeah. No Cal McGregor picks it up and passes the ball to Edward. Edward passes the ball to James Forrest and Forrest slots it into the back of the net. And Celtic are winning 2-1. And then Scott Brown, uh, of course he's been antagonising players the whole game, uh, is winding up Ryan Kent. And I do not blame Ryan Kent for doing this whatsoever because... We've seen it throughout the whole game. Scott Brown was winding Ryan Kent right, like he was winding him right up. And see, after Celtic scored the first goal, do you remember when Scott Brown patted Ryan Kent in the head and Ryan yeah. Kent totally ignored it? So I think Ryan Kent just seen red mist. Scott Brown was mouthing off to him, then Ryan Kent just jabbed him one. And I think it was totally justified. And I don't, I've not seen one Rangers fan uh, criticising Ryan Kent for that. It was totally justified. And I think anyone that uh, anyone in Ryan Kent's position probably would have done the exact same thing. Even Gerard came out and said he would have jabbed him. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I Morelos one, that's completely different because he's always doing this. And, like, yeah, and what, see, see, see what, yeah, sorry to interrupt, Matt, but see what, see what Morelos done, it was pure childish. Kent it done was. that, pure frustration, and it was, come on, coming to the world's end of the game, and, yeah, but, uh, continue. Yeah, like, he's, obviously, Kent felt like he's got his back in the game, um, he's done well with any captains, not, made him a stupid mistake which led to a goal he's obviously frustrated he's like I just got his back in this game Brown's winding me up and then he just he just kind of reacted um, but one thing I would say the pictures make it look worse he didn't actually jab me he kind of pushed him then his other arm went out making it look like a jab but yeah like like you said I would, I would have certainly reacted the same but don't you think it's quite embarrassing for Scott Brown though he's got the, he thinks he's this so called hard man right he's got this reputation of being oh I'm this hard man whatever then a guy who's like 5 foot 8 Ryan Kent it just 
Like, he barely touched him and he falls down. Like, that, that's think, embarrassing for Scott Brown. That is simply pathetic. This guy's meant pathetic. to be a leader, a leader of a men, a leader of men at Celtic, and he's going down after like a, a, a jab like that or from uh, Scott Brown, no, from um, Ryan Kent, when he barely touched him. <laughs> I know, I think it's a deflection tactic. I think it's just to distract people from how, how poor he is now. <laughs> yeah, and let's be honest, Scott Brown didn't even play well. The only thing he done he well was wind the Rangers players up. That was it. I know, I genuinely, I'm not just saying this as a, um, as a Rangers fan, I'm saying this as a Scottish football fan as well, a uh, Scotland fan, uh, I can't remember last time Scott Brown had an outstanding game. Scott Brown is very limited, mate, he's extremely limited, so he is, like, he's been like that for years, I think he's one of the most overrated midfielders in the, the past 10 years in Scottish football, he's, he's very limited, he's just, he's very, very basic. Like and everyone says, oh, he's he's a very like he's a great tackler. He's a very physical player. Well, him just kicking players off the park. <laughs> I know. There's not not end you can go in and do that if they had the stamina. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I want, I want, I do want to say one thing. I think Nitsham. Uh, I think he had a really good game. Um, recently, I don't think he's been great for Celtic. I think a lot of Celtic fans will, will agree with that. But I think he kind of bullied him. He didn't bully him so, but he certainly. Was a, a class above, I would, I would have to, unfortunately, say. But, yeah, so we'll go on to the end of the game, right? Yeah. And, obviously, Scott Brown was uh, winding up the Rangers fans, going up and celebrating, right in front of the Rangers support. And I thought that was just way over the top, though, if I'm being honest. Right? I, I, I'm not going to... I'm not raging about it. I just thought it was a bit OTT from him, right? But I, I've seen a lot of Rangers fans saying, oh, no, no, all, saying all this and that, right? Uh, see if we won the game, that wouldn't be happening. No, no chance. No, that would not be happening. But what's your take on it? I think I think Scott Brown was just doing what he was doing the whole game, just trying to antagonise Rangers fans, Rangers players. And then obviously it started off a scuffle and Andy Halliday actually got sent off as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sandy Howell's like, no, that's not on. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, and see, I've seen a lot of Celtic fans uh, saying they're raging at the fact that Scott Brown's obviously getting charged for like charged off the SFA. Uh, for his celebrations, right? Maybe I making the gestures. Yeah, I, I think it's totally right, one tell you why. Um, because Shea Logan, Andy Halley, Daniel Candace, right, have all been sent off for celebrating, right? And they've all been... Uh, what was it? Remember Andy Halley got sent off against Morton for celebrating because apparently he's going to cite a riot? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's totally justified. See if those three guys got in trouble for celebrating. Scott Brown should get the exact same punishment. No, I agree. You need to be... That's the one thing everyone cries out for consistency. Yep, exactly. And that's, and that's what they're doing here, just being consistent. Another thing as well, right? Scott Brown was warned on Friday, right? The, like, the both old firm teams were warned by the police not to, like, go overboard with their celebrations, right? Scott Brown completely ignored that and looked what he'd done at the full-time whistle, going up and trying to antagonise the Rangers fans. So he completely ignored the police's advice. So, yeah, that, I think that's really poor from him. The guy's about 33, come on, and he's, he's still acting like a, a wee boy. He is, and he is, he's just, uh, yeah, he's just, like, he's just summed up there, right? I just, what, what more can you say about Scott Brown, he's just a bit, bit of a fake in the head. Yeah, exactly, and see, uh, some of the media trying to defend him, right, it's like Michael Stewart, for example, prime example, right, for me. Michael Stewart. <laughs> um, yeah, Michael Stewart defending Scott Brown, right, what if Alfredo Morelos stumped Scott Brown down? Uh, in that old firm game, going up to Celtic fans and tagging them. You'd get, you'd get, look like, to me, like the worst guy ever. Yeah, or Michael Stewart would be saying, oh, charges need to be brought against him or something like that. I know. 
because uh, it's just double standards from the media that's what it is like and Chris yeah. Sutton as well saying oh Scott Brown's getting in trouble for celebrating and we're not like to celebrate anymore where was Chris Sutton uh, when Daniel Kandias Shea Logan and uh, Andy Haldy got in trouble for celebrating he didn't say anything exactly. then exactly but if it was the other way about oh he will be like oh disgraceful from Morelos whatever yeah it's, it's really really poor yeah. And on you, you see, um, I think I sent it to you a wee while ago, the Daily Record, the two different headlines they had. Uh, what was this about? Basically, oh, I think it was to do with singing and that, basically. Oh, um, I can't remember Gerard, this. Gerard was walking out after the, par- after the game at Parkhead and he was saying, oh, Gerard gets roasted by Celtic fans. But then there was another headline that was like, um, uh, and basically mentioned our Rangers fans doing sectarian this is shocking or whatever and then when it happened to Gerard it was like Gerard gets roasted oh yeah I, I, yeah, I recall that yeah yeah it's it's pathetic it really is it just sums up the, the Scottish media you know it does um, they're, they're they've obviously I don't I don't even one of those guys right but it seems like they've got an agenda Oh, it's been like that way for years, mate. It, it has been, but it's, it is what it is. I don't really, like, pay much attention to it or, like, harp on it too much. It is what it is. And I don't see it changing for the foreseeable future. <laughs> no, not a chance. But um, I, do, I do want to ask you, obviously, about, about Celtic. Obviously, we're going to talk about Rangers. After it, mate, I think... Tierney had a brilliant game. Yeah, Tierney, uh, yeah, Tierney does... Well, I'll give him credit. When it comes to the fun games, he definitely comes alive. He does. He does. And I'll, uh, I'll give a special mention to Ayer. And remember, towards like at the right at the death of the game, where I think it was Ryan Kent knocked the ball in the box and Warrell oh, tried... Warrell. Yeah, yeah, Warrell tried to get a, a shot away, but uh, Ayer interse- intercepted with a great tackle. And yeah, yeah credit... Like, Ayer has, like, in the last uh, couple months or so, uh, he's definitely improved. He's really yeah, came out a game. I do rate Ayer a lot. I know a lot of Celtic fans don't, but I, 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 I obviously, I, I, I do like him. I think he could um, be Celtic stalwart at the back for three years to come. And uh, James Forrest as well. Like James Forrest, like he has had a, a like an unbelievable season. Like yeah, he's been, I, he's I been killing he's, it. I think he's finally, finally fulfilling his potential. Yeah, a hundred percent. And he just looks like he's on a different level from the rest of the Celtic team right now. It is, and that was a really cool collected finish at the end. Yeah. Um, it could have easily um, passed that over or wide or whatever, but no, it was a very, very professional, very calm finish. Yeah, but Forrest, he has a good record against us, and he's always a constant threat when he gets the ball. Because remember for a wee while, I think it was like maybe two or three seasons ago, he wasn't in great form, but ever since Rodgers yeah. took over at Celtic, um, he's been a different player. It has been, and he's given Rogers gave um, Forrest that you know, lease of life, gave him that confidence back to say, "No, listen, I know you're a good player, and obviously, well, know Rogers is a fantastic coach, so he's brought that out and um in Forrest, and he's just looked looked unplayable at times this season." Yeah, and obviously, Callum McGregor as well. He's uh, yeah, another yeah. top player for Celtic. Um, I think two of Celtic's best players this season have been Forrest and McGregor. Yeah, and it's good It's good to see that Scottish players, rather than like um, Adam Bailey, for example, or Edward or whatever, it's good to see it's the Scottish players that are the best players, which is, which is nice to see. Yeah, yeah, but overall though, it's, it's the performance um, from Celtic, as I was saying earlier, it was not convincing. Uh, their two goals were, like, we, there were really poor goals from Rangers, for Rangers to give away. They were. Yeah, it was, 
their goals just came from two mistakes by us. Exactly, we gifted Celtic those two goals. That's what is so infuriating about it. And it like when see uh, right after that game, me and you were saying to each other. Let me be hope Lennon gets the job because I'm long term. I am not convinced Lennon is a man for Celtic, because he's came in right to a team that's uh, at that uh, when he took over Celtic were eight points clear, and uh, obviously beat Hibs and got into the semi final and then they beat Aberdeen, so he was walking in walking in a good team and uh, yeah it was already set for him to go on and do well. So. Um yeah no I think I don't think Lennon's done. Enough for me. Uh, if I was a Celtic fan or from Celtic, from Celtic perspective, I don't think he's done enough. Um, some of the, the performances haven't been convincing. Um, like you said, took a one of his first game. His first game in charge. Sorry, took a last minute goal against Hearts. Yeah. Uh, he's drawn against Livingston. Um, the old firm. Everyone's again, raving about. On. Is that? Oh yeah, exactly. And obviously, the hit, the only really convincing performance for me. I'm not. I'm going to bring up the Aberdeen game in a minute, right? But I'm going to tell you why. I don't think it was like uh, I'll tell you in a minute, right? But the Hibs one was probably one of his best performances so far since taking over yeah. Celtic. Uh, the Aberdeen game, everyone's saying oh, it's Lennon's best uh, performance uh, in charge since he came back. But when you look at it though, like they're up against, like they're up against ten men, right? And uh, ten men, then it went on to nine men. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't if I was a Celtic fan I wouldn't be getting too excited about that performance right yes Celtic can only beat what's in front of them but I wouldn't be all that excited saying oh let's give Lennon the job now uh, after that Aberdeen performance because Aberdeen got their manager assistant manager sent to stands and they obviously had two players sent off so yeah and I think you need to look at it as well is they're going like Lennon is quite emotional on the touchline um, he's essentially a fan yeah. then you go Rogers, who was very professional on the touchline um, no matter how we felt about him he was very professional always very courteous yep. then, you, then you go from that to Len I, I would want to win along more along the lines of uh, Rogers if I was Celtic yeah, uh, yeah, I, know what you, I know what you mean mate it's like a lot of Celtic fans I speak to said that if Lennon even gets a treble treble they still don't want him as the manager long term uh, see for a Rangers fan I, I want Lennon long term right yeah. <laughs> I do so I know it'll just end badly because Lennon's just got such a short fuse and he's he's just too, he acts too immature at times and as you were saying too much like a fan and I, our, and obviously our pal Joe said as well that he doesn't want he wants like someone like Rogers, not a mascot like Lennon like yeah, yeah exactly and just far too emotional um, but that's the thing Celtic get the treble treble right if Lennon gets treble treble like the, I think the board would be like, right, we have no choice but to give them the job, you know. Yeah, and I think they'll be happy with that because we know South Board always like to go for the easy choice, the easy option, and like, there is the easy option, um, it won't demand a, a massive wage, there won't be any compensation they need to pay, um, and it's like, okay, if one is the treble, treble, there's a three-year deal. Mm. Yeah, like it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. It is, but obviously, like I just wanted to go back to Rangers though. And yes, like see Daniel Candace, right, I wanna mention him. That 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 game he just looked like he was just blown out of his ass. He looked absolutely knackered. And he did, Gerard he's Oh yeah, exactly. And Gerard said uh, after the game, and not after the game, but it was he said not long after, I think it was a few days after, and he said that Candace needs a rest. He's been he played does. he's played a lot of football this season and I think yeah, I think I, I wouldn't play him for the rest of the season unless we have to. I think he needs a break because yeah. he just looked absolutely done in. 
He does, and like, there's nothing to play for. Like, Middleton's been absolutely flying at the moment in the, um, the reserves, so I would bring him back into the team, um, maybe push Kent outright, see how that works out. Mm, yeah. Because we obviously know Kent's two foot, he doesn't rely, which is very good, he doesn't rely on one foot, so he can, he can easily play right, bring Middleton into the left, see how he does again, because, like I said, he's been absolutely flying. Give Kandias a rest um, and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, because Rangers have nothing to play for for the rest of the season, right? Rangers are guaranteed second. We may yeah. as well try new things, change things up, and try and finish the season as yeah. good as we can. So, like, obviously, in the Hearts game, we'll do it. We'll touch on the Hearts game in the next pod. Um, so we're we're, we're, we're kind of short for time. But for example, when uh, Gerard brought uh, Davison for the Hearts game, Davis, in my opinion, was the best player on the park. I thought he was tremendous, and yeah. it, it looks like Davis will be with us next season. Because Gerard came out and said the other day that he wants a fit and hungry Stephen Davis uh, in his squad next season. So, in his contract's up around the season, uh, is that right? That's right, yeah. So, we'll, we'll um, get him on a free if he is to come. Right, that would be good. I would, I would love that, 100%. But, yeah, that was a sore one, Matt. We had to win that old firm game. We did. It was. We had to win that to stand any chance. And once uh, we lost that game, that was it. The title race was officially done and dusted. Yeah, it was, I would say it was already done already, but yeah, it was, if we wanted to like make the, it, that would be a bit yeah. more exciting, but um, yeah, yeah it's just absolutely... See, if we had won that, that would have like, at least kept it alive, right? Like, But going into that game, we had to win it just to have that have that glimmer of hope to try and keep it going. But that just was the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, so it was. But is there anything else you want to uh, touch on about uh, the old firm game? Oh, yes, actually, Ryan Kent, he got a, a, he got a two-match ban which I yeah. thought was uh, quite reasonable. I thought it was going to be a lot uh, worse than that, if I'm being honest. I, 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 same here, but I think what if, if took in consideration the magnitude of the game, obviously an old firm game, that Scott Brown antagonised, and I think everything into account and made a very sensible decision. Yeah, and uh, Alfredo Morelos got a, a two-match ban. Um, how much did uh, Halliday get? He just got a match ban. I'm band? sure it was, was it not. I'm sure Morelos got like four matches. Oh yeah, sorry, no. I, I, um, Morelos yeah. got a four ban, a four, uh, a four match ban, and uh, like yeah. how much did Halliday get? Uh, I think he just got one or two. Yeah, so Morelos got a four match ban, and Halliday got a match ban. So yeah, Morelos when's he back? He's back for is it right on the old firm game? No, no, it's not. It, he's back. I think I don't know. I that think. was the last old firm. No, I'm talking about the next old firm game. Is that when he's back? Manelos. Um, no, I think I think. No, it's not. Back. He's back. I, I'm not sure. I'll need to double check. I think it might be Aberdeen's back. Yeah, because I don't think there's no from left to the season. No, there is. There is one is at Ibrox. I yeah. thought that was the last one. I thought that was the one after. The split. No, no, no. We've got one in split. <laughs> I, I thought that was a split. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you, tell, you definitely tell you have a sleep. <laughs> I know. Uh, we've got um, no from game uh, at Ibrox. Oh, so it is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's it. Uh, yeah. Right, so I yeah. think Manelos will be back for Aberdeen. You're right, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, and I remember now, because he, he's maybe back for that, but before Seth Defoe is starting to play him. I yeah, remember saying that, I remember saying that in the Rangers chat with yeah. Handsome Manny and Lyle, there's a shout out, yeah. big man, he'll be buzzing to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember saying that in the chat, um, if Defoe's banging them in and they lead up to the old firm, Defoe needs to start, but if Defoe's form drip, eh, drips, eh, if Defoe's <laughs> form drops, right, we should... Should we start Morello? Well, obviously you don't want to see him playing again, right? But that's the, that's the big one. Do we start Morelos? For I me, mean, for I, me, I, even if Defoe's not in good form going into it, I would still start Defoe. Morelos has had too many chances. 
But if Defoe isn't doing it in the game, then bring on Alfredo Morelos. But I would, I honestly, I would not start Morelos whatsoever, even if Defoe, Defoe's form isn't great. But I think Defoe's going to come on a bit of game. Like, he had a fantastic showing against Motherwell, had a, a yep. good showing against Hearts. I think he's he's only going to get... I think he's going to finish season well. I think he will. I think he's just a team... Obviously, it's a new, new league for him. Just still still getting used to it, getting up to speed with the rest of the boys. And he's shown why we brought him in the quality that he brings to the squad. And just, just kind of touch on Morelis as well. Even if Defoe wasn't good for like Morelis, it hasn't. And his career for Rangers hasn't really performed against Celtic. So I don't see any reason why he should start. Yeah, um, I see that point, and yeah. Celtic know how to play against Morelis. So bringing Defoe is a bit of unknown for them. I don't really know how to deal with him. So... Mm. I think Morelos' only ever good game against Celtic was the the one we won. Like even though he didn't score, but he bullied the defence yeah. absolutely rotten. He did, but um, apart from that, he's been very, very bull apart. Yeah, I know what you mean, mate. So we'll uh, preview this weekend's fixtures. Or but before we do that, is there anything else you want to bring up? Um, no, I think we've covered everything. Or oh, one thing I would say is, um, obviously we've touched on it throughout the season. But in that old from there, I don't want to get into it because this could be like another 10 minute conversation, but just briefly, I don't think Tab showed how good a captain he was in the old Great point, great point. Yeah, I wish I brought that up earlier on. I yeah. remember I put a tweet up about that saying, never a Rangers captain in a million years. Like, exactly, that's a good point, Matt. He he was not a leader that day. Tavernier, we've been saying it all season, we've been saying it for a long time. James Tavernier is not a leader, he's not a captain. He should not he's be not. a Rangers captain. He's not. Uh, I would even say like someone like Arfield ahead of him. Um, oh, there's many or, candidates ahead of him, mate. Honestly, like you've got Ryan Jack, Al McGregor. We say it all the time, Ryan Jack, Al McGregor. Even Arfield, that's uh, an interesting one you can bring up. Um, you've got you got you got plenty of guys there. Uh, Goldson even even Goldson's a decent shout. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot better candidates than Tav, and if he's still here with us next season, he, he will still be captain. Uh, I don't think Gerard will strip him of it. But we need, if I was if I was Stephen Gerrard, I would make that call and be, listen, listen, you're a good player, Tav, but you're not my captain, I need to be honest. And hopefully Tav takes it on the chin, but um, regardless, I can't see him stripping of it. Yeah, I actually think he's, like, see when it comes to leadership skills, this may be quite bold for me to say, right, but he is one of the weakest leaders in our squad. Yeah, I would say, I like, don't see him shouting or not. Even Halliday's a better leader. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, there's a lot of like, better candidates. And I think my choice would be McGregor, but if you're looking long-term, McGregor, realistically, they, uh, um, next season's probably his last season, it is. He'll probably retire after that, so... Well, he's 37. Um, he said that he wants to play up until he's 40. Um, he's got another year left, I think. Yeah, so when we signed him originally last... Summer, so we, contract. Yeah, we'll we, we wait and see how he performs this season, right? He's been phenomenal for us this season, right? See if he can keep up the standards from this season at the next. I don't see why we shouldn't give him a new deal. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I think I would like if he keeps up the standards that he has this season, yeah, we should definitely give him a new deal. Definitely, I mean, like, you know, like before, and like, obviously, I'm, they're not saying they're the same level and uh, not so ever, but just goalkeepers like that who never really seem to get a. Like, have their standards know. drop, yeah. Yeah, um, no, my age doesn't matter to them, so we can get inspiration from that, but I think we'll see how the first six months go of the new season and take it from there. 
Yeah, definitely. You're absolutely right, mate. So we'll uh, preview the fixtures uh, for this weekend. And later on this week, guys, we'll do like a catch-up episode because we have been busy uh, yeah, over the last we like, week or so. Check it out, guys. Oh, are you, oh, Matt, what was that? Yeah, I've been working on doing the rabbit hole, so check that out, guys. Of course, it's a conspiracy theory podcast, and yourself truly will be on it very, very soon. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. And we've got a new episode out. It's uh, Political Assassinations. Yeah, that was uploaded uh, yesterday, Political Assassinations. Um, we'll look at a few famous assassinations um, throughout history, uh, three very famous ones. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. It's on SoundCloud and YouTube. Right, that's good, mate. That's very good. So we'll preview this weekend's fixtures. Um, Hearts versus Rangers on this Saturday. That is at um, Tynecastle. Yep, Tynecastle. Yeah. I think uh, I think we we've got a good record against Hearts. Yeah, they haven't. Um, they've not beaten us in two seasons. Yeah, so I reckon two and all Rangers. I'm gonna say two and all Rangers too. Um, sorry, two and all Rangers. Um, Livingston versus St Mirren. That that's a massive game. Um, not really for Livingston, but for St Same. Mirren. But me, yeah, for St Mirren definitely. Um, but I think St Mirren have hit a big form recently in the last, last wee while um, so I'm, I'm going to go for St Mirren 1-0 win I'm going to go one each um, Hamilton versus Motherwell oh the Lanarkshire Derby Lanarkshire Derby tasty, um, tasty fixture is it Douglas, New Douglas Park yes it is indeed um, yeah wait, I'm going to go f- I'm going to go for two each I'm going to go 2-1 b- 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 Motherwell uh, St Johnson versus Dundee obviously Dundee another team that's fighting for our lives yeah but Dundee haven't been great recently um, so I fancy a, a 2-1 St Johnson win I'm going to go a 1-0 Dundee win I think Dundee will nick it oh yeah at Dermot Park um, Kilmarnock versus Aberdeen that's, that'll be a, yeah that'll that be will a be game. that will be tasty it's a fight for third and yeah. uh, if Kelly win that I think they can go on and finish the season third I think so but Kelly didn't they kind of struggled recently as well and they're not the same team they were at the start of the season but I think after losing the semi-final Aberdeen their heads might be a bit down or potentially they could be well up for it but I, I do fancy Kilmarnock 1-0 I'm going to say Kilmarnock to be fair Aberdeen actually do have a decent record at Rugby Park but I'm going to go 1-1 uh, each um, then Hibs versus Celtic at Easter Road Celtic. I'm going to say one each. Yeah, I've said one each for that one. So, yeah. um, Matt, so is there anything else you want to bring up before we head off? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've, we've covered what we need to do this episode. Right, so that's uh, very good, mate. So, until next time, guys, take care and we will see you soon.